Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now it's time for another fabulous episode of... The Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. You're going to tell this listening audience... Who adores me? Let's be honest. Who behave? Jeff Lutz. I'm spreading my wing. This is me to the nth degree. Wow! Hey! Isn't that exciting? 97.5 in 1240 KFH. Stand by for action. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Friday edition of the Bob and Jeff Show on KFH Radio. Bob Lutz, Jeff Lutz, co-hosting Max Power. Is our producer and engineer, 869-1240. That is the phone number on which you can reach us each and every day. All right. Um, my World Series prediction still standing. Philadelphia, Texas. Well, let's remember that wasn't your World Series prediction. Well, yes, it was. No, your World Series prediction was a repeat of last year, Philadelphia-Houston. Which is still... No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. You said no, that at the absolutely. very beginning. Yes, you did. You said it's going to be a repeat of last year, Philadelphia When Houston. did I say that? When the playoffs began. No, I said Texas. No, you didn't. Well, either way, I still got them standing, but right. I said Texas. You said Houston. No, I did not. You did. You can't... You do, you have no evidence of that. Well, Max will find it. Max won't find anything. Yes, he because will. Because I didn't say it. You 100% did Texas say it. Texas and Philadelphia. No, you didn't. You said it would be a repeat of last year. And if Texas was in the World Series last year, then okay. But they weren't. Houston was. Well, either way, I got it right, right? Either not way, I'm all over it. You had yet. Baltimore and L.A. They didn't win a game in the postseason. Well, that's not my I mean, fault. That's, that's, that's where you're at. Great. If you want to, if you want to break it down, if you're trying to detract well, a lot from of, my credibility, a lot of guys had a lot of teams that won a lot of games in the World Series, and all of them are out, and they're all whining, boy. A lot of them are. Who? Oh, the layoff really, really, really affected us. We couldn't get the bat to the ball. We, we felt lethargic. Get the bat to the ball. I mean, what does it was, that even it's mean? pathetic. The number of excuses coming out. What excuses? And Thank who, goodness and from for who? Uh, Brian Snitker and Spencer Strider. They just said we didn't get it done. You want to beat the Phillies, it's tough to do. The it Phillies is. are... Give yourselves a chance for crying out loud. Well, the Phillies are tough, man. They're tough, but have some at-bats. Be competitive. The Braves were not competitive. Right. So all this fear of this regular season stuff, you better carry it over to the postseason. 
That's where it matters. And if you don't get it done in the postseason, I don't want to hear about it. When 35 teams make the postseason, it's harder. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hold anything against Atlanta. They just they didn't win. How did their fans feel today? Terrible. You talk to Randy Griffiths, our uh, most known Braves fan. Well, we got the Commish. We got. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, they, they Caster. Sh- we got. They should all be uh, a little bit forlorn today. Well, yeah, that's what happens. And when a little angry when your team loses. You should be a little upset. And a little angry. They've lost now two years in a row to the Phillies, who've ousted Ronald them. Ronald Acuna, well, he came up and it looked like uh, he was going to get something going. Then Rojas made the big catch in right center field. Yeah, that I don't know why that ball was hit okay, but it was never out. It got in on him. He jammed him a little bit. Yeah, he hit it, it well. That's a good catch. It was it's a, not a. It's not a. It's not a uh, postseason legendary catch, but it's a good catch. In a spot where if that ball gets down, the Braves take the lead. Right. So he went and got it, and he made a good catch. Um, you All you want is your outfielders to make good catches, right? Yeah. I mean, not every but, uh, center fielder like in the he... game would catch that ball. Yeah, most of them would. Not every. You wouldn't. I would have. You would have stumbled. Camped and... under. I wouldn't be looking at the other guy and like, hey, what's going on here? Oh, and then, please. Then I got to jump for it. and. You... <laughs> Are you I take charge out there? Are you serious? A little bit. You think, honest to goodness, do you think you would have caught that ball as a high school senior? No question. Be on, be be real with the people. Of course, I'd be playing deep because Acuna was up, and he's the best high school hitter ever. Um, and I would I would have gone it. Gone, well, he gone played him to pull, and he had to go into right center field to make that catch. He's got better speed no, than it was you. In had. Left center. No, it was in right center. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Did you watch the game? Yes, and that ball was in that left center. That ball was in right center field. No. Guarantee it. The one with the bases loaded? Yes. No, that was in left center. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Jeff, I'm not going to argue with you. I watched the whole game. I doubt that you did. I watched most of it. Um, but I had it was... to watch it on my phone. You had to uh, watch it on your phone. Yeah, they didn't get the MLB app. The MLB app on my TV didn't have it, so I had to watch it on my you phone. You know, I'm going to insist that you get modernized out there in rural uh, Sedgwick County. If there's a chance for you to do that, I'd appreciate it. Well, I appreciate that. Because I don't like you having to watch a big game like that on your phone. Well, it, it just is what it is. I'm not that worried about it. I, I caught the game, and I don't know why you think it... <sighs> Chiefs last night with a uh, an eighteen to seven win, they covered by half a point. It's nineteen to eight, but yeah, whatever it is, nineteen to eight, they covered by half a point. Uh, you and I got that one right by half a point. Duda and Max missed it by half a half point. When Denver scored the two point conversion to make it an eight point game. The the deepest hope I had was that the Chiefs would go down and kick a field goal. Even in the wind, and Harrison Butker did it. Got yeah, it done. I was, I was nervous about that because it was a deep field goal, uh, and it was kind of pointless. I mean, yeah, they they it put them up by two scores, but still, you know. Well, you had to have that field goal. I thought they might punt and try. And to- then when they lost eleven, once they got to the twenty-four, and Mahomes got sacked, I was a nervous wreck because I needed that one. I wanted it, and I wanted Duda not to have it. Frankly. Because he and Max almost 
made light of us yesterday for picking the Chiefs. And I don't want to be made light of. It was a good pick. It turned out to be the right pick by a half point. Yeah, and I'm looking at this Ronald Acuna play right now. There he goes. It's in uh, left center. No, you're not showing <laughs> it to me. So you, you must not, it must not be. Look. No, it's not in left center. Yes, There's Acuna uh, against Kimbrell. There's the ball hit to right center. Right center. And uh, and that's a that's a right center play. What are you talking about? <laughs> Could have sworn that was right center. Okay. Oh well. It Didn't Rojas make a play in right center? I don't know. I think he did. I don't know if I like the Phillies. They got a lot of hair on that team. Uh, what do you think of that? They're they're the Phillies. That's a very Phillies esque team. That's kind of the way they were back in the early '90s when they had those grimy guys like Cruck and Hollins and Dykstra. Hollins uh, wasn't grimy. Yeah, he I was. knew Dave Hollins. He had a Aaron very Dalton. short haircut, but he was kind of grimy. No, Dave Hollins was uh, was a uh, no. He, he fit wasn't in on that. Phillies team. I covered him when he played for the uh, yeah, but once he goes the to the Phillies, Wranglers or Pilots or whoever. Once he goes to the Phillies, nah, he, he, he never got grimy. grimy. He was always Mickey Moore and Deanie's a little was, grimy. Now, Dave Hollins was fierce and intense, but I would never say he was grimy. Uh, Darren Dalton, I don't know that he was grimy. Oh, very grimy. He's no, always I, dirty. And... I also knew Darren Dalton. Well, uh, I think we might have di different definitions of grimy. Darren Dalton, you know where he's from. Ark City. Yeah. He made an all-state team in 1986. And uh, we took that photo out at Cessna Stadium. And Darren Dalton couldn't have been nicer. I'm sure he was. I'm not saying grimy's bad. I'm saying he's kind of just uh, unafraid. One of those type of guys. Darren Dalton's one of the finest athletes to come out of this state. You're aware of that. Duh. Well, I mean, are you aware of that? He's Before, a World Series champion. He's a National League champion two times over. And he was a tremendous football player. Or why, that's why he was an All-State player. Understood. Um, so thanks for making me uh, recall Darren Dalton well, and were, Dave Hollins. That 93 Phillies team was absolutely fantastic, way ahead of their time. I did not see Dave Hollins becoming the player he became in the big leagues. I, I didn't see well, it. He had a moment or two. It's not like he was fantastic. No, he was pretty good. We're going to have to argue about he this. Was, I'm going to say he had two good years. And, hey, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he had seven good years. But he wasn't a guy who had a ton of staying power. He, he got into a good situation with the Phillies, uh, helped them win. Is 13 years not enough for you? How many good years did he have? Well, you said he didn't have staying power. Um, yeah, he was a good player. He didn't have great years. Now that I look at him, he was terrible. Uh, well, he was. Now, he was pretty good. 779 career OPS. Uh, in 92 for the Phillies, he had an 839 OPS. In 93, an 814. Uh, he's a guy that hit 27 homers, drove in 93 runs a couple times. Even at the age of 31 with the Angels, 16 homers, 85 RBIs. Um I think you need to apologize to the audience. I apologize to the audience. Were you wrong? Not really. No, were you wrong? I wouldn't say I was wrong. 
Yeah, he had some okay years. He was a one-time All-Star. You know, I mean, he had 112 career homers. Solid. Uh, he was a good player. Played for the 2001 Indians, and I had no recollection of that. I whatsoever. do. No, you. Because I followed Dave Holland. You had recollection. Yes, he, I remember him. He playing. had seven plate appearances for the 2001. I remember Indians. him playing for the Indians. No, you don't. I do. I mean, that's just. That's just no. Well, I do. I, I remember everything about the guy. <laughs> and where do you see that he played for the Indians in oh, 2001? They acquired him from Toronto. Don't you remember? I don't. Um, yeah, they got a bucket of balls and uh, whatever. He's 57 years old today. Not he was today, signed as a free 57. agent after being released by the Orioles. He's 57 now, which makes me feel ancient. He was just a kid when I knew him. Right. Back in the minors. Kind of quiet, but you could tell. But I bet, I, I'm sure that kid, Dave Hollins, I'm sure he was a heck of a football player. You think so? Because it was just rugged. That whole team, that's what I'm saying. That whole team was like that. Uh, here's Jim. Hey, Jim, how are you? Pretty good. How are you doing? Back to uh, speed in the outfield when you were talking that early on in the show today. The Chicago White Sox sent a guy down to Wichita State for one year. And he was so fast, he could cover the whole outfield by himself. And his stats were so good, he would would be the backup guy on, on the left and the right fielder all the time. I don't remember his name. I don't think that's how baseball works. I don't think he go from no, the No, he big would leagues. say he would back up the left and the right fielder. He was so fast he could get to both, all three positions. Up. But he, he could that, actually catch the ball. But he, his so who are you talking so about? Hmm? Who are you talking about? I can't remember his name. It's back in the 80s probably. Well, that's – He went from the White Sox to Wichita State. I don't understand how that works. Well – White Sox sent him down here for one year and one year only. Not to Wichita and they State. Him, and then they sent him into the, into the uh, minors. Well, I'm so confused. I about, don't know. That, uh, that's strange. About this. That, that, that's not confusing. Know. It's something that happened. I don't know who you're thinking of, Jim. I'm sorry. I, I, I It doesn't, I have it doesn't ring a bell for me. It don't ring a bell. Right. Anything well, else? Yeah, that's all. That's good. All right. See thanks, now. Jim. Uh, no clue who he's talking about. Well, the only th- only connection I can think the White of. White Sox were never affiliated with Wichita baseball. Uh, so I don't know who, who he would be thinking of. Yeah, I don't either. The only connection I can think of between the White Sox and Wichita State is Kenny Williams' son played here, but not in the 80s. And I have no idea what he's talking no, about. No, no idea. If if I get a hint, a decent clue, I can usually come up with something. I'm trying to recall White Sox center fielders, and they did have a tall, lanky guy uh, back in that time period, and I'm having trouble coming up with his name. Well, was it a trade? Well, I don't know. I don't know one who One year and one year only? No, that's going to bother me all day. Warren Newsom? No. Warren Newsom wasn't a... a that kind of an outfielder. Just asking. I'm, I'm I don't. T- I don't know. Well, don't don't upset me. Why is that upsetting you? You should already be upset 
uh, because Jim uh, threw out something that makes absolutely no logical sense. Well, it's uh, now it's all now it's all I'm going to think about. Did you say Mark? Let's get to Mark. Hello, Mark. Mark, are you there? Mark left. All right, cool, Mark. Thanks. Uh, too bad, Mark. We we had uh, you probably had the answer, and uh, that's uh, and, and I mean, now, that's a pretty good poll that I even know Warren Newsom. Well, that's another guy that played here in Wichita for the Wranglers. So I'm going to look up the White Sox of 1985. He said the 80s, right? Yeah, but and their center fielder was Daryl Boston. I know he's. Here's the guy I was thinking of, and it can't be this guy. It just can't be. But I was thinking of Rudy Law. But that's not who Jim was referring to. How do you know? I don't know. Well, because Rudy Law didn't play center field. The the there was no affiliated. There was no team here in Wichita, was there? In '85. I'm gonna quit trying to figure it out. I Rudy, don't. Rudy Law played center. Uh, he played most. He, he was a, but he wasn't that tall, lanky. He wasn't a guy that Jim would be talking about, is he? I have no idea. I don't know that Jim knows. <laughs> this is really terrible radio, and uh, at this point, I don't care. Maybe he meant the Royals. Willie Wilson, because uh, Rudy Law did come for one year with the Royals after being with the White Sox. Well, he said the Shockers. Yeah, but Nobody, you don't go from the White well, Sox I understand that. to the Shockers. I understand that. Uh, I don't know. Ken Williams played center field for the White Sox. But and his it, son it was his son who played State. at Wichita State, not him. Anyway, Jim, thanks for uh, that brain tease. And Jeff oh, and I have no, no, no idea what you were talking about or referring to. Here's what is on tap today. Say that again. I'm sorry. The phone's ringing. Somebody's calling. Here's what's. Hey, you there? Yeah, we're here. Yeah. Uh, Before uh, Jeff said uh, the GM's name of the White Sox, that's who was in my mind of what old 80 uh whatever he is old 89 what he <laughs> was thinking into him i'm thinking kenny williams Sedgwick jr County. that's I what i was thinking yeah i don't know i i don't know it doesn't fit but maybe that's who he was thinking of do you run into jim uh 80 whatever 80 80 out there in western sedgwick county yeah every now and then and speaking of that i saw a photo of him in a October 08 Vibe magazine yesterday going through some old stuff and he uh Really? Yeah, it was it was an article written about Andel and Garden Plain the rivalry which shut down after the 1969 game. But I in 07 they had both they had both won uh, I didn't write it for Vibe magazine, titles. but I. And won their second title, and Garden Plain had won their first and only are you title. Gonna be at the, uh, are you going to be at the Andale Cheney game tonight, Skinner? 
Uh, I was trying to get a gig where I could write the, uh, I wanted to be a scribe one time and uh, do a uh, article on the game, but uh, to no avail. So I don't uh, know what I'm going to be doing. But I wanted to say this since I'm on the line. I checked out my references. From what I see, Andel and Cheney have played 30 times over the years. And the first one I saw was in 1932. And then most of the games were in the 50s and 60s. And now that they're in the uh, same district, they've played a few games over the last couple of years. What do you think my stats say? How many victories does Andell have in 30 head-to-head matchups? 23. Get within two. Get within two. 23. What about Uh, Jeff? I'm going to say 22 because that's basically the number I was looking for. Uh, Why didn't somebody say 13? It's 26 is what I have. Darn. Oh, well. Andell's 26. And uh, I want to see Andell break break the streak and hit 80. But uh, I've been helping somebody out anyway, and I'm going to make all my Andell buddies mad. But if there was a team that I'd like to see beat Andell tonight, it would be Cheney because I've met Coach Worman, and he's a good fellow. But All right, Skinner. He did, but he did go to Derby, so I hold that against you, Bob. All right, boys, later. Thank, thank you. Uh, speaking of Shelby Worman, he will join us next. He's our guest at two twenty-five. Friends University quarterback Cavante Baker joins us at two forty-five. Friends uh, and Southwestern tomorrow at Austin Adair Stadium. Big, big game in the KCAC. Joanna Chadwick joins the show at three twenty-five, and our guest. For five questions today, Weston Pletcher, Director of Communications at Wichita State University. Don't forget about my friend David Michael Hahn calling briefly at 3.05. We'll be back in a moment with Shelby Werman. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Get us going on a Friday musically, sizing things up the theme. That's Big Me from the Foo Fighters. Shelby Worman joins us, a head football coach at Cheney High School. Uh, I don't know when I've looked forward to a game the way I'm looking forward to this one tonight. You have Andale coming to town, 57-game winning streak for Andale. They are uh, no words need to be spoken. Coach Worman, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Good to be here. So it 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 looks to me like you've got the uh, machinery to be in this game. Do you agree? I hope so. I mean, that's why you have to play a football game. Find out. Yeah. So you know, is is you really haven't been challenged? Obviously, Andale hasn't either. But they're coming in as the favorite. I would say as as the team, not a huge underdog, of course. Uh, you look to be obviously they're equal, um, but do you have? Do you think you had needed to have been challenged at this point, uh, leading up to a game against Andale, or or is domination really kind of what you've been looking for here? Well, I, I I'm not entirely sure how to answer that, but it's. I mean, I I do feel like we were challenged. Um, I know scores don't always show it, but there, were, you, a lot of people just see the scores, but throughout. A lot of football games. Why we've we've not played great, and uh, so they thank goodness they come in small windows. And we've had a defense that's done a great job of bending but not breaking so far. Uh, you know, especially after the the first two games, we we improved a lot. So it's it's one of those where yes, we've been challenged. We've uh, found out where we need to improve at, and we've we've kind of made those those little fixes. But uh, as far as a whole football game uh, our guys are really looking forward to playing tonight talking with shelby worman from cheney they face andale tonight in cheney in a battle of the number one and number two teams in class 3a so you went into the last year's game uh, with high hopes as well and you were defeated 32 to 32 to nothing at andale uh, i think they're every bit as good as they were last year uh, what's made your team better this year? Why is Cheney having this kind of season? Well, we returned a lot of starters from last season. We were a real, relatively young football team. We only had uh, seven seniors that played on the on the field, and it was uh, a lot of sophomores and juniors that were playing for us. So I didn't know what to expect last year, and I was – pretty proud of the way our guys played and fought their hearts out the whole night. Uh, and obviously the more dominant team, but this year coming back, why the guys were motivated, just the fact that they wanted to be able to be the best. And so that's, that's kind of what they've had their sights on ever since our season ended last year, coming out and being able to be the, the number one team in three A. Yeah, you know, a lot of people talk about uh, Andale's offense, which is very good, but their defense is obviously very good too. Uh, part of that is is controlling the ball and the way they they run it. Uh, how do you feel like your offense 
matches up with their defense because you have some big play capabilities and some uh, really good skill players. So how, what do you think about uh, that matchup overall? Well, first off, uh, Coach Fairchild, he's the defensive coordinator over there at Andale, and he just does a fantastic job of not letting an offense get comfortable in anything, and they're changing up their, their looks, they're stemming to coverage coverages. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to find a, a formation where they line up the same way three times. Uh, so it's, it, that's, that's the challenge. And I, I do think that we have a little bit better arsenal or our, I know our kids are, are more prepared. They are uh, more athletic this year. We're a little bit faster of a team. But uh, it, when you get out on the field and things are happening really fast, well, you, you find out a lot about uh, how well prepared you are. And if, it's, if it's a team like Andale that plays fast and hit hard and uh, you're not prepared, then they they kind of make you make you wish that, you had prepared more. So I hope that's not the case for us tonight. Shelby Werman, our guest, the head football coach at Cheney again, Cheney Andale tonight in Cheney. So when I reached out to you a couple of days ago, or maybe yesterday to ask you to come on the show and you, you pretty much immediately responded. Yes. I was kind of 50, 50 on whether you'd even want to mess with it. Uh, you're not a superstitious guy, right? Nope. Not at Thank all. goodness, because another coach in our area is. He wouldn't come on the show last week uh, before a big okay. game. Uh, yeah. So when you have Andale on your schedule and you and you see it there down in week seven, and I'm sure you've been looking at that uh, for several weeks, if not months. Uh, how much of how much of this? This is a hard question to ask because I know you don't you don't look past anyone, but how much does that game? Uh, take your attention well I, I think if you do it the right way you use it as a motivator knowing you have to play that number one team later in the season and if you're not preparing week by week then you know that you're not going to be ready by the time that that game comes so it's it's been a I think a good motivator for us as far as uh focusing um you know and the kids every now and then I'll hear them say uh, you know, we got to get better for Andale, and you know, I've I've used that myself. It's it's uh, when when you're the best team, everybody's shooting for you, and that's that's what Andale does. Is they everybody knows that they want to beat Andale, but um, like you know, Coach Schmidt over there, he's done a great job of coaching up his players and keeping them motivated, and uh, they they just do a tremendous job of playing football over there. I want to go back to the to the superstition thing and just, you know, why are why aren't you superstitious? Not that you need to be or anything like that. I was I was just curious also about uh, what kind of things you you do as a program to try to find that that mental edge when you go into to games like this. Well, I I guess I'm not superstitious because of my faith in God. Um, everything happens for a reason, and so uh, you know, there's there's a plan. And whether we win or lose tonight, you know, God gets the glory, then that's great. Um, and so the the mentality of, of that is you, you go out and you do your best, and where the chips fall, they fall. Um, you, you can't control everything. And we talk about being able to control what we can control. So uh, we, we go out and we're just we're going to focus on one play at a time tonight. We know that they're, they're going to get plays. 
and we're going to get some plays, but uh, we can't ride the waves. We got to stay steady and we got to just take one play at a time and work to do our best on every single play. Talking uh, with Shelby Worman from Cheney, the head football coach. So it's 14 miles from Andale to Cheney. They have an incredible following, of course, with all their success. Cheney has incredible support and in every sport. Uh, what are you expecting tonight? And is Cheney literally shutting down? You know, uh, I hope so. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I told the kids last night, there's going to be people lined up all around the outside of the fence at the track. Probably going to be people trying to get on the concession stand roof for a, a seat. They might climb the trees, the light poles. Who knows? I mean, it's uh, we've had some campers out parking in the parking lot already, uh, starting tailgate. Uh, it's The atmosphere is going to be incredible, and it's just adding to the excitement of the game. So if I called Lubers tonight and said, I'm coming over at 730, I want to spend 60 grand on a vehicle. Would somebody meet me there? <laughs> yeah, they might not answer the phone at that time. I don't know what. <laughs> they better not if they're if they're community yeah. folks. Right. <laughs> so tell they us. Do a great we job. know about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know about a lot of, of your personnel, but want to want to give you a chance to talk about uh, some of your guys. Um, who, who are some of the players that uh, you're looking to come up big tonight? Well, I, I think everybody's familiar with Jack Both, a uh, senior two-way starter, been a starter on our football team for three – well, I mean, he started the last couple games his freshman year, and he's been such a leader. He's like a coach on the field, um, one of the toughest kids you'll ever meet. And then um, just he makes tons of plays, and, and he does it because he studies the game and he loves it, and he trains for it all year round. Uh, Josh Burdick is, is our quarterback, and he's made – a tremendous amount of improvement. Yeah, I thought he was good last year, but he's a whole lot better than he was last year. And his leadership, his knowledge of the game, uh, our our uh, case and messenger, and he's a defensive lineman, defensive end, and and uh, tight end. Uh, you know, same thing with him and Jack. That why and and Josh, they they just they hang out together. They they love challenging each other. Um, I think Drew Toller and uh, Coulter McDaniel are a couple of other guys that have been really made a big impact. And, and Gavin Moss, I mean, all four of our wide receivers that we put out there, uh, they're dangerous. They all run a good 40 time and have good hands and know, know the game. So um, I, if our running game doesn't work tonight, I hope our passing game does. Well, I, I can't thank you enough for coming on day of game and talking about this one. I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. If I was a little younger, I'd brave the crowds, but I don't I don't think I could handle it. Uh, so I'm gonna keep track of the game on uh, on my social media and wish you the best of luck as I would Dylan and and may the best team win. Thank you, Shelby. You're welcome. And if you want to watch online, it's on uh, KCMC Sports on YouTube. So there you go. Uh, KCMC Sports. I'm going to definitely do that. Thank you, Shelby. You're welcome. Take care. Shelby Werman, the head football coach at Cheney. Uh, I'm excited about that game. Big one. You know, back in the day when games like that happened, you just uh, you, you look forward to them as a, as a journalist. Uh, it'd be fun to be out there tonight. Why don't you head over there? Well, I got to work.
I'm, oh, we'll, that's right. We'll have a presence. Is the uh, is the daughter headed over? I don't think so, but you know, it would be cool if she was. Well, it'd be nice if she'd head you know, over. They got rehearsal. They got their play coming up uh, later this month. I thought it was in November. Oh, it's in October. Oh, what what days? Uh, I think it's in two weeks. Yeah, I may or may, that, that two weeks would be. Well, we'll see if I'm available. All right. Hope I am, but uh, not sure. Uh, we're joined by Cavante Baker, the quarterback at Friends University. They have a big, big game coming up tomorrow afternoon, 1 o'clock, Austin Adair Stadium against unbeaten Southwestern. Cavante, welcome. Hi, how are you doing? So we got a bad connection. So what, I'm, what I'd love for you to do is to go somewhere and call us back if you can. Uh, it's uh, 316-869-1240. If you don't mind doing that, okay? All right, we'll see if that happens. We shall see. Um, because that wasn't going to work. I believe it's Adair Austin Stadium. Austin Adair Stadium. No. You know, <laughs> after a while, I'm going to just knock you out. Because I get tired of you uh, being that guy. Why? Why that not guy just be right? That guy is such a problem for me. I mean, why not just be right? It just it just gets on my nerves after a while. That, okay. Uh, that that guy gets on everybody's nerves. Why? Because it just it just so you don't does. want to be accurate. It just does. It's a nerve-wracking uh thing that you got going. It is nerve-wracking. I agree. I believe it's uh, those guys I want to tell you okay, something. Okay, I don't believe that it is. It is. Is that better, Adair Austin Stadium? It's Austin Adair. It, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Okay, then tell the tell friends that. I All mean, right. friends, it doesn't matter. Okay, I got both names. Okay, well then, hey, let's go to Cavante Baker from Enemies University. Uh, it's just it doesn't matter. It could be that the, doesn't make any sense. It could be the same. It That's could be the opposite. A it terrible really, analogy. It doesn't really matter. I hope he calls back. Max, do we have him yet? We may have offended him. Well, let's try calling him again and see if we can salvage this. Uh, because, we, you know, we got to make the connection work. It would certainly help. We don't, we, I don't know. I, I got too many issues right now. Oh, I agree. To deal with you, with the deal with the show, to deal with not having a connection. You understand what I'm saying? Well, all of that is the show. So you just named three separate things that are all the same. What I want is a solid phone connection. And you can't control that in this day and age. Back well, in my day, you used to call on a rotary dial phone. Everything was wired up. Everything sounded great. There was never a, what, 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 did, he, what did he say? What, what? I mean, it, you held the receiver to your ear. And everything, right, and you could talk to people uh, in the 34 minutes they were at home every night. What do you mean? You couldn't get a hold of people. People stayed home to answer the phone. Uh, I, I wish. I, I long for those. I can't tell you how many nights I was at home just watching the phone. Who waiting are you waiting for? for? Anybody. <laughs> waiting for what a lonely rent. existence. <laughs> what? Sometimes... Sometimes I just fall into humor. It it just well, you're welcome. It just appears out of nowhere. Well, that wasn't and I it. and I don't like laughing at my own stuff. You know that. 
But first why do you do it so com- often? I don't do it very often. Mm. The first rule of comedy is never laugh at your own stuff. Uh, l- let the audience laugh. But because we don't really have an audience, at least one that uh, I can see. a live see, studio audience. I, I gotta, sometimes I got to provide my own laughter. Misty never laughs at us. Well, she's being a very good girl right now. She's always a good girl. She got her monkey. But anyway, uh, the people at Friends, I don't want you to be upset with me uh, because this didn't work out. It hasn't worked out. At we least. can try it again at 3. I mean, I well, want to get... We got a guy calling at 3.05, so I'm I don't to care be... about that as much. I want to get... I want. Well, this... that's my friend you're talking about. I understand about. that. They're having a dinner. I want to talk about one of the biggest football games... Uh, again, this is big, big football day here on the show. Cheney Andale, Southwestern Friends, two huge games. All right. Well, we can call them that's, a 310. Three that's the pride I have in, in talking about games like that. That's what I want to do. Well, then talk about it. We don't need him to. Well, I do, I, do, I do need him because Friends is a fascinating team. I'm trying to figure out what they happened. They average 448 yards rushing per game and 48 yards passing. Cavante Baker is their leading rusher. He averages 6.7 yards per carry. Uh, they've got a kid called uh, named Elias Pino who averages 13.1 yards per carry. As a team, they average 7.6 yards per carry. Uh, and they've got one, two, three, four, five, seven players with 100 or more yards on the ground so far this they're, season. Yeah, they're a rushing team. Uh, I love talking about stuff like that. Okay, well, then talk about it. Well, that was my we just point. just got a text from our friend and former Biddy All-Star, uh, Rob Ramsire, who sent me a link to Adair Austin Stadium's page on the Friends website. What does that mean? It means it's Adair Austin Stadium. Well, I don't. It, you know what? I'm going to continue to call it Austin Adair because Mr. Austin meant more to me. Who was Mr. Austin? Jerry Austin. You sure about that? Yeah. And he did a lot more than uh, than Jonah Adair <laughs> for that for that university. Well, good. And if there are any relatives of either person listening. My apologies. Well, it doesn't say here who they're named after. We do have the 4C Latiner tennis courts. Well, I'd like to know who they are named after and if they did get it in the right order because I'd almost swear it used to be Austin Adair Stadium. And doesn't that roll off the tongue better than Adair Austin Stadium? you got to really work. Well, Adair is probably Adair Stadium first. you really got to work at that. I don't ever recall it being Adair Stadium. Well, I don't know. I'm just saying. Is it Adair or Adair? Adair. And I still think it's Kavant Baker, but. Well, we'll never know. If your friend uh, Rob, and and he's my friend too, what happened? I don't know. (laughs) I really, really, really wanted to talk to him. Well, we might still get a chance to. We'll see. Did he just, I mean, Max has been. I was polite, wasn't I? Max has been trying to call him. Wasn't I polite? I think it was fine. Maybe his phone just completely gave out. It's possible. Although I make sure mine doesn't. I'm charging it. I treat it uh, I treat it like gold. I don't know what to make of you sometimes. 
what what do you well, make? You just extolled the virtues of your rotary phone, and now oh, this cell phone's the most important thing in my life. I'll never forget my rotary phone. It. I don't know if you remember my parents' house. You were very young. I do remember. I don't know if you remember the layout, but you walked in the front door, and it's a small living area. Right. And the kitchen was straight to the back, and the rotary phone hung right there. And it was there for years. Sunset 82129. I don't know what that means. That's my phone number. Sunset 8. Sunset 82129. I don't know what that 788 means. 2129. You would refer to it today. Back in, Why is sunset back in my eight? day, like 94 was Whitehurst. What? Uh, the number in Wichita that started with 94, like 94357. It was Whitehurst three seven nine four two, okay. What six six eight? You you you've called people with six eight, right? I don't six eight five six eight six with that prefix. Okay. You called that number. That was Murray. Why? Because six eight was M U. Okay. Why does that need to be? changed that doesn't make any sense oh by the way we're going to come up with the longest name in history for the first two letters that equate to the numbers instead of just saying six eight we want to make it as impossible as possible well even on cell phones they've got uh they've, they've still got the numbers they're the letters five two four you've you've called that right. number before uh yeah and you know what I would say? 524. I wouldn't say, ah, Jamestown, 625219. Who remembers that? Because that's what it was what in those no one, days. Why? That's just how you did things. I don't know why that's a problem. So 788 was Derby's first three numbers. Right. And that was Sunset 82129. That was my phone number. As a kid. <laughs> and people call me all the time. Did you tell them? Like, hey, call me at yeah, Sunset call, 8 My number is Sunset 82129. Call me. We didn't say 788. We said SU8. Call me at Jurgensen 5340 Right. That's what we did in those days. 9085. Sure. And you're supposed to remember that. 264. You've called people at that number before. That was Amherst. Why? Well, just because it was. There's no why to it. That's, that's the just, dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my life. That's how that's how we operated. What are we in the military? That's how we operated. Echo Lima. Ninety. That was uh, that was what we did in those days. <laughs> I hate. Well, it. I don't know why you can't. I hate it. I don't know why you can't appreciate the history of it. I hate you it. Have, you know, you've called the 838 exchange before, right? I guess. That was Temple. Why do you remember this? I would have tried to eliminate this from my memory at the earliest, earliest possible uh, inter interval. Well, you did the, these are just means. things you did. I'm getting all kinds of texts now. You are? People who remember that. that was, those were the days. I hope they're agreeing with me. No, they loved it. It was a, you know what was an icebreaker, when you met a girl, and and you and you you know you kind of hit it off and you told her, you know what, give me a call at sunset eight two one two nine, 
That kind of, that kind of, that was so there was some romance to that. Sunset? Call me at this Frankfurt guy, 3226. This five, guy must nine, like eight. Sunset. No. I think I'll date him. I mean that that's how you that's how you and, and that person had no idea what you're talking about and you never heard from him. No, again. they call me all the time. Then why would you like Every sunset? Every girl I told to call me at sunset. They and, called, and here's what here's what I told them. They dialed those five numbers at 6:30 p.m. Here's what I told them: call me at sunset eight two one two nine, and make it around sunset. Great line. My joke was already. I got so many girls that called about that. Now everyone in the world is going to be calling seven eight 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 one five. Call it sunset. Seven eight eight two one two nine. You know, whoever has that number now, let's bombard them. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, we'll take a break. We'll see if perhaps uh, we can can get Devante Baker. Devante. Devante Baker after we come back. Max will work it. If anybody can do it, it's Max. Edgar Adair and John Austin. And J- John David, Jack Austin. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, Jack Austin did a hell of a job. Adair was a halfback on the Friends University football team from 1917 to 1919. If you don't have somebody else to name your football stadium after, after 104 years, let's go. Get a big donor, and let's, let's rename it. Mr. Adair will forgive us. Maybe. We'll be back the second hour of the Bob and Jeff Show on KFH. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 